Hello and welcome to episode four of the Show and Tell podcast, the podcast where we take a nostalgic look back at some of the favourite toys from our childhoods. I'm Ellen. And I'm Naomi. Now, over the past few episodes, we've looked back at such iconic childhood favourites as Furby, Baby Wee Wee, Baby All Gone and Lego. How they got to hold such an iconic place in our childhood memories and where they are today. Now, this week's toy is arguably the Beyonce of children's toys. Everyone knows her by one name and she has sold millions worldwide. So, Naomi, would you like to give us a few clues as to which toy we'll be looking at today? Yes, thank you, Ellen. Okay, so some uh, some fun facts and fun clues for you. Okay, this toy was launched in 1959 by the infamous company Mattel. Um, this is a this is a doll, but it is a fashion doll. It's very unique because this doll is a woman, not a baby, which made it um, like the very sort of first of its kind. And this toy is estimated to have sold over a billion dolls. Mm. So, there you go. Yes, and this toy was actually um, one of the one of the first toys to sort of branch out into different media or create a media franchise. So this toy has animated films, it has books, it has video games, music, TV specials. It's not just a toy, people. No. So it has its own life. It has its own life. It, it is, has its own empire. It is global domination for there years. You go. Amazing stuff. So, Ellen, any guesses? Hmm, could this particular young lady perhaps be one they simply call Barbie? Yes! Barbie! Hey! Excellent. Oh my god. If now, you I can't haven't tell, if you mm -hmm. can't tell, I love Barbie. I love I was, her so much. I was going to say, I happen to know there's a very special bond that Naomi has with, with Barbie. It's like, you know, Lennon and McCartney or... Robbie and Gary it's like you know two that were just meant to be together Naomi and Barbie it's beautiful start of a beautiful thing guys yeah I can't believe you you just compared us to Robbie and Gary what hey what can I say you know the creative partnership is is very much there so can mm. you maybe kick off for us then what what is it about Barbie that just just makes your heart sing I think well I I just have lots of wonderful memories of playing with my with my Barbie dolls um, and I think for me it was like it was very real to me like the the scenarios and the 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 games that I would play like like I had a very vivid imagination and I just so enjoyed playing with Barbie it wasn't which it's really interesting because I wasn't really like a girly girl I wasn't necessarily into like makeup and fashion but with Barbie I just really loved I loved styling her but I loved like she always had a she had her friends and she had her own little world going on and she had mm -hmm. a career and she was I don't know she was just really really fun and I think I just really enjoyed I just really enjoyed the the games and the scenarios that I I made up for her and it, I don't know how long because I, I remember like in the summer holidays and stuff like I don't know if it was hours or not, but it felt like hours where I would mm. just play with um, my Barbies. And I think also my my mum had some of the dollies that she had when she was younger. Oh. So I always thought it was also something really precious to be mm. able to play with those older dollies. Mm. Um, so I think there's a bit of sort of family connection as well. Like it was nice to, to bond over with my mum. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah very wholesome sweet fun memories I think mm. yeah and yeah. sort of we've I know Barbie has, I mean, she's renowned for being a very, I mean, not only is she, you know, in charge of her own business empire, but within that business empire, she has tried her hand, probably very successfully, I'm sure, at so many different jobs and careers. And a lot of people say, you know, broken the glass ceiling by being like, you know, first woman to be shown doing all sorts of jobs, which might stereotypically have been assumed to be, you know, a man's role. Um, so what kind of, did, did your Barbies and your mum's Barbies have sort of like different kind of careers and stuff? What, what did you guys experience? Well, well, okay. So let me tell you, <laughs> let's split this into two, like we're going to get nerdy about this, okay? Sure, sure. So I'm splitting this into two categories. So I'm going to have Naomi's imagination mm. and also what the dollies were actually bought Okay, as. good. So you're not sort of like, like restricted by what they were wearing. You're like, no, today she is going to be a yeah, yeah, geophysicist because why not? Yeah. Completely. So, in one scenario, there was the Barbie who, I think she was a teacher, so she had a cap and gown, nice. but I turned her into, like, the manager of a beauty parlour, because, you know, with some some dollies, you can get little sets, so they had, like, a beauty counter or something, but she was, like, the owner, so, like, it was very, like, entrepreneur sort mm. of vibes, um, and then I remember when I was little I'd been in hospital I wasn't very well and my grandma got me a dentist dolly Barbie um so that was that was fun so I remember what and this is what I liked about Barbie as well at least this is how I remember it um you could get you didn't have to buy into the massive sets and that kind of thing Mm. you could easily get just a Barbie by herself like she didn't have to come with loads of props a and solo of outfits. Yeah. independent woman Barbie. Yeah, yeah exactly um so there were some those ones were more like beach Barbie where she mm. just wore a swimming costume totally fine she could sure, do sure. that the very first one came wearing a swimming costume didn't she I think, I think she so, had like yeah. a black and white swimming costume I yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it was like oh research 50. see I know yeah, what goes yeah. on yeah there you go um so then and then I remember my mum's one, I think her name, Tressy, Tressy doll. And you could, it didn't work because by that time the dolly was quite, quite old. Mm-hmm. Um, but you Pre-loved, could, but much, yeah, much admired, I'm sure. Good word, yep. Um, and you could press her belly button and her hair grew. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it never, that never worked for me, but my mum was like, when she had it, that, it worked. So this is this is like baby wee wee baby all gone all over again it's like yeah. uh, how, how do you yeah. i mean did it did it fit I, I have to drill down into this i'm sorry so it's raising so many other questions did it like feedback because presumably by the time the hair grew out she wasn't just you know her whole form wasn't just full of hair did you like could no, you push think, it back in or was it like i think you press it to a certain point and then i'm assuming that when you press it again it sort of sucks back, back in out. again yeah. yeah but that but that was the thing like even um Barbie was very like technologically advanced because I remember even Ken, her boyfriend, Ken, sure, sure. Off, on again, off again. Mm, um, controversial. And I think we we spoke on the, one of our, our chats with some of our our friends. We mentioned it not so long ago, but there was a shaving Ken. So you <laughs> put him in water yeah. and his beard disappears. <laughs> Barbie, the Barbie enterprise was up to all kinds of things. This wasn't yeah. that long ago. This was only in the 90s where there was like a shaving mm. Ken. 
This is, um, I mean, this is the kind of, like, we talked about, like, Baby All Gone and Baby Woo, like, part of the fascination with these adverts was that you wanted to know how it worked. I am sitting here now as a fairly, you know, grown-up human being, okay? Yeah, sure. And yet, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I can't, I can't want one of these just to find out how they work. Yeah. You know? If and, I, and I think, sorry. Well, there was one where you could give her highlights. Her hair would have pink highlights in. And I think, I don't know how I found this out, but... That you could comb them out or something and if you wanted to bring them back you could just put her in the freezer and then the cold would like make the pink highlights appear again that is crazy but that's what i'm saying like barbie was more than just a that, dolly man it was all kinds of shenanigans going that's on. like that's science right there see but, that, but it's controversial as well because mm. i didn't know this until like researching for this podcast sure sure but because like in different different types of barbie you can sh- she you can record your voice or she has pre-recorded messages and so mm. some there's some controversy around like is is barbie ai is she listening to you <laughs> so she's she's furby all over again is what she is yeah yeah they've been working in cahoots the two of them to sort of you know yeah mm. well yeah i would advise listeners go back and listen to our first episode where yes. we talk about the controversy the ai controversies around furby mm. because to us these toys were just staples of our childhood but mm. to the adults they were their cause for concern this is very true yeah they had genuine fears yeah so i, I don't know whether i mean furby as, as naomi says you go back and listen to the episode but whether barbie was ever outright banned from any military bases as our good friend the furby <laughs> was who knows yeah I mean, on the subject of controversy, I don't know if it counts as controversy, but I and I I don't wish to to bring any negativity to something that was obviously a very like big joy in your life. So I'm going to bring it up just as a, a fact that I remember, and I'm not you know prejudging anything. Just this is don't one of the break things, like, my heart. Just I'm, I'm really not. Of course, okay. I always remember it being said when I was little that if because of and I'm not entirely sure what kind of part of her body shape this is relating to but it was always said that Barbie if she'd been like a a living human I don't want to say a real human because obviously to you she was very real and that's you know I'm not gonna trample on that but <laughs> I if she was a, a living human in those kind of proportions she would end up walking on on all fours because she couldn't walk up right now i don't entirely know what part of her anatomy they are referring to being an issue but that was did you ever hear that yeah. as a, a controversy as a, an issue yeah but there are lots of controversies with barbie because the way that she the way that she looks and then people were when she first came out people were concerned because they thought she was quite a sexual doll mm-hmm. um and actually the dolly that she was based on slash inspired by um was quite controversial because Mm. that dolly was made more for adults and it was quite a sexual uh sexualized doll um and so when barbie came about people like how you know how can girls play with this barbie has breasts Mm. she has breasts but um no nipples (laughs) just a fun fact there you go that's that's the detail there yeah unless it's changed yeah but but i even so there's like lots of controversy around like um even barbie's proportions like the Mm. fact that she's quite she's a she's a skinny she's a slim woman Mm -hmm. um so people like you know this isn't really realistic for young girls um young girls were playing with this doll and imagining this doll as a grown-up woman so it didn't really give like necessarily give positive representation Mm. yeah it's not a very i guess it's it gives quite a fixed like body image 
idea, yeah. doesn't it? I suppose, yeah. yeah. Which I I can't remember consciously thinking about when I played with Barbie. I don't mm. remember like I, I even researching for this podcast. People were talking about um, when people were sort of campaigning that Barbie needed to have a, a belly button to sort of have like correct anatomy and, and that kind of thing mm. and I was like I just I just played with my doll like maybe I was just a very naive yeah. child I was just I like mean, I didn't think about it it's interesting isn't it because I mean it, it takes us back to the complaints we had and again go back to our episode on baby wee wee and baby all gone mm. and there were complaints that the little boy doll who called baby wee wee who apparently realistically wet himself um the, the the concerns from adults there were that he was too realistic in certain areas and so it's interesting that there was a controversy around barbie that she wasn't realistic that she should yeah. have had a belly button that's hmm i mean yeah. surely a child isn't going to get upset if their doll hasn't got a belly button and they ha- i don't know maybe they are i don't know but i mean that's why they so, so Barbie, you've got Barbie, but then you've got Barbie's extended family and her friends. <gasps> do tell, do tell. So, well, they were concerned about having this, this, so Barbie's like a feminist icon because she has all these different careers. Sure. But then they were also like, you know, how do we, they were worried about the impression that they, Barbie would have on children. Mm. Um, so like, rather than come out with like, or maybe they did, I can't quite remember, but rather than have like a, Barbie as a mum or pregnant mm. Barbie, they introduced little siblings, so there was still this wholesome family feel. Yeah, but Barbie could still, Barbie wasn't the matriarch of it. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with that. It's just a little. It's interesting to kind of get an idea of like, yeah, the kind of reaction to Barbie and other people's because obviously she's 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 been in popular culture for such a long time yeah. that everybody's you know a lot every, people are going to have an opinion. Whatever, whatever she, I mean, she's like Adele, she's like Beyonce, whatever she does, people are going to have an opinion. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. I guess it's, it's interesting as well, isn't it? I mean, you saw, this is a total, like, I don't know, this isn't relevant at all, but like, before you had Barbie, well, you had Barbie first, and then mm. since then you've had artists like Cher and Beyonce and Adele. Do we think maybe the idea that Barbie went by one name, she started a trend? Before Barbie did, did artists yeah. come with one single name? Tweet us if you know the, the, the facts on that. Obviously, at Pod Show and Tell. True. Let us know if you know uh, if Barbie, you know, did she maybe start the trend of female artists being known by one name? Well, all of those artists that you mentioned have probably had a Barbie made, from, made in their likeness. That's, yeah, that's true. Interesting. Cher Barbie, Beyonce Barbie. Is there a Madonna Barbie? Mm. Probably. There should be. There should be several. Madonna's reinvented herself. Yeah, that's true. Times. There could be a whole range of Madonna Barbies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking of range, sorry. No, no, I was gonna, I'm saying like, we're talking about my unquestionable, undeniable love for Barbie, but... <laughs> that's good. Uh, how, did, what was your childhood relationship with Barbie like? Did you have one? No, if I'm honest, uh, we were never really a Barbie family. If I'm honest. I mean, I re- what I really like about go. your story, and I think it says a lot, is that, you know, you talk about, you know, your mum had Barbies, and so you inherited her Barbies, not necessarily took them off her, I'm sure she said, that's enough now, <laughs> young Naomi, that's mine, I'm putting it back, but, <laughs> but, so I think that's what, that's really nice that you've kind of got your through line, so you kind of inherited your kind of love for Barbie, and it was like a family thing, which I think is really sweet, and I think that, that probably happens a lot in, in families, um, 
and we never we, we never kind of had that and so we never had a, any Barbies in our house I know I, I realised that you know that might be quite okay, shocking no so I'm going to leave you a moment to, to digest that <laughs> um, but I mean like I say the the kind of one of the main things I remember being said was this controversy that old Barbie was real she wouldn't be able to walk and all this stuff so that's kind of a strong idea that I've always had associated with so you knew that in childhood yeah Oh yeah! Wow! <laughs> I don't know why. I only knew this like a couple of years ago that that was well, the problem with Barbie's dimensions. Wow! But at the same time, I feel like, and and again, I say this. I feel like, I know I mentioned this to you before, and you were flabbergasted. But honestly, I think it's an interesting, quite important thing that Barbie is obviously such a kind of big thing in children's toys that she. Unlike any other toy I've kind of, I mean, like, like teddy bears and Rubik's cubes, kind of generically appear in like popular culture and stuff. Yeah. But I've never thinking back, and again, people are welcome to disagree with me and say, well, obviously this has and this has. Blah, blah. But Barbie, I've always been aware of, kind of as well, kind of through other popular culture things. Like obviously, you know, one of abiding image when you think of like dolls like Barbie, you think of like Cynthia in the Rugrats, right? They're like, yeah. you know, Angelica had her her doll Cynthia, who was you know come on she wasn't an exact drawing of barbie but she was obviously that kind of a doll yeah. and like later on obviously growing up slightly more things like the simpsons you know where you've got um lisa has her malibu stacy doll that and was going to be one of my questions in our, in our quiz i'm oh, so sorry you but, got well but, you got the point <laughs> oh thank you so much tick but like what's interesting as well is that i knew that um Malibu Stacy had her Malibu Stacy dream house, right? And there's a one, I think, where Lisa, I can't remember the exact story, and I'm sure Simpsons fans, you know, will be filling all these details in, but I'm sure there was one where uh, she was jealous of someone because they had all of the, like, accessories to do with Malibu Stacy. So, had, and I'm, I think, I'm sure I read somewhere that one of the early accessories that Barbie had was her dream house. So the idea that in popular culture, there is this doll who's not called Barbie for like you know <laughs> copyright reasons obviously but like she's called Malibu Stacy she's blatantly Barbie and yeah. I think that's really interesting that like unlike a lot of you know specific toys and obviously like you know you see toys represented in, in cartoons also but she's so kind of high profile that she is represented in lots of areas of popular culture and people recognize the kind of doll that you're talking about because you know she's yeah. an icon yeah she is yeah and i feel like also who better than lisa simpson to address the potential controversies and and limitations and stereotypes of, that is of, fair. That, of that is fair. if a forward-thinking glass ceiling breaking vegetarian vegan feminist like lisa simpson can be pro barbie type dolls then there's got to be hope you would hope anyway yeah yeah can I ask what sort of we kind of talked about like Malibu Stacy and Barbie Dreamhouse and I remember things like the cars I'm sure I was jealous of a car that the pink car that Barbie used to drive I mean you know did what what kind of accessory you talked about you you, you had a teacher and did, so you did you have a salon that was the, or did you make the Barbie salon no I so in terms of like the the, the accessories like what you're talking about I never I never had the sets let's call them mm. sets sure sure okay? Mm -hmm. I never had that. No, I had, I think there was one which was like a beauty counter. Mm. Um, and maybe one that a Barbie who worked in a shop came with a little till. Oh, nice. But that was it. I didn't have cars. I didn't have a dream house. And to be honest, I never, 
I never really wanted those. Mm. I was perfectly happy with my Barbies. And I think because people knew that I liked them, um, it was sort of quite easy people were very kind and got me them for for mm. birthday presents and that kind of thing so I think I accumulated more dolls yeah and then I just swapped their outfits over nice. um and so and also like with I think Barbie like whatever Barbie you you got she always came with some sort of backdrop so if you and, and one accessory like a handbag or something mm. so I always just maybe use that but most of the time I just use my imagination I didn't really I had I think I remember going to a friend's house after school or something and she had the Barbie car but I wasn't I really wasn't interested in all that yeah. I was just quite happy to dress them up and and I'd, I'd talk and I'd use the I'd create voices and that was probably like my first foray into into play acting because this is what I also used to do so I create the scenarios and I remember I would be in the middle of playing my Barbies and then I think oh I've just made a really good story and I would go and I would like write it down <laughs> Cause That's so I amazing. Just, and then I'd have to come back and be like, oh, my Barbie's on the floor now. I have to clean it up. But I used to like, I was like, I inspired myself to mm. go off, write a story and then come back. <laughs> But that's good because that's like it's kind of I mean if you want to get you know pretentious drama bullshit now, you know it's it's the first experience of like using like a stimulus to like create a a, a story Absolutely. and a dramatic performance. No, yeah, it was very real to me and it was very like yeah I enjoyed the voices like creating the voices and the storylines and stuff mm. and yeah it was it was play it was it was complete play for me. Mm. Yeah. And I guess what's quite nice as well like I was thinking like obviously we were never a Barbie family but I mean we did <laughs> more recently we did buy my mum a Barbie and a Ken so she does now oh. have a Barbie and she actually said to me the other day what happened to my Barbie <laughs> so I don't know where it is but we did get my mum a Barbie kind of as a joke because she never you know was particularly interested in Barbies when you know but yeah so she she's a proud owner now of a Barbie and I think we got her a Ken oh, as well but that's, that's you know nice. a whole other thing but what I was thinking was you know we got my sister um when she was little she had a couple of my little pony which you know we may we may go into in another episode watch this oh, space. yeah but my sister i remember my mum and my sister may, probably many my mum given the age but they actually made her like they sat down and made like a little stable to put her um her my little oh. pony in and i think they made like a little i distinctly remember them using like a a lid of like a um a bubble bath bottle as a little yeah. kind of drinking trough and stuff. My point being that I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it could be quite nice, even if like, you know, not everyone's going to be able to afford or interested in, you know, buying all the accessories, but yeah. you know, things like, you know, you could always sit down with a, you know, a cardboard cereal box with a parent, maybe an activity with a child yeah. and make, you know, a set and an activity or a, you know, a, a place for Barbie to play. And then yeah. the possibilities are endless. So. Yeah, definitely. You can, you can, you, what's great about Barbie is I think you don't need to buy into everything else like like you mm. said you can create it for yourself out of what you've got at home mm -hmm. and actually that was the original before they were physical dolls and Barbies they were paper dollies yes. they were paper cutouts mm. um, and so that's what inspired toy makers to make actual physical mm. dolls but to begin with it was paper cutouts and that's you could we could do that now do you know what i mean like you could yeah. do it with a bit of cardboard a bit some scissors draw, draw it out and, and cut it out so mm. yeah it's um yeah. accessible and yeah. i think also because i feel like in previous episodes we've spoken about like what after we've looked at the adverts we've sort of seen the price range of some of these things mm. and we've thought 
well would you really spend that amount for something that's never going to be played with again Mm. whereas I think with Barbies not that I necessarily got the most expensive ones and like I say I didn't want all the flash stuff and if I did get anything that was like that it's because someone maybe got it as a birthday present it was never something that I've asked for Mm. um and so and so I feel like Barbie's from what I remember maybe this is just me looking at it through my childhood lens but there was a range of prices and so Mm. if you got it's like if you got little Naomi a Barbie you knew that you'd earn that back many times over because I Mm. played with it so much so it was a a toy for life rather mm. than some of these toys which are so fancy she sat here playing with her barbie right now and it's very <laughs> yeah um so yeah i i don't know what was i saying i sorry I think that i just felt like barbie was uh, accessible in terms mm. of you could go to woolworths and and <sighs> get a, sorry. A, a, i know r.i.p but you could just get a barbie off the shelf and, and a barbie mm. It was only the gadgets and the accessories that made the price difference. It wasn't really Barbie herself, because you could always get Barbie look quite similar, whatever version of Barbie you got. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I've just got... No, I think it's a good point, though, because I think, like, I mean, it's a bit like... Um, and we'll, we'll come on to an episode about Playmobil uh, next time. But um, one of the things kind of stood out to me was that, like, you know, things like Playmobil have a wide range of prices. And so it's really good when different, like, toy makers do do make an effort to, you know, don't just kind of try and, you know, price things at like all the big bucks, you know, it's kind of accessible yeah. to as many kind of, you know, budgets as, as possible so that everyone in theory, hopefully can afford at some point to, to get the child a toy that they like, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Speaking as well of, um, I think you mentioned the, uh, the friends of Barbie. Um, so we talked about oh, Ken, yeah. obviously, who is who's named after Kenneth. Right. So I know that I found that Barbie is named after Barbara, who is Ruth now. What's the name? Ruth Handler. And her daughter was originally playing with paper dolls, as you mentioned. Yep. And she, her daughter was called Barbara. And so the girl that she created, the doll Barbie, was named Barbie after mm-hmm. Barbara Handler. And Ken is named Kenneth, uh, named after Kenneth, who was Barbara's brother. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, isn't it, how, like, I mean, is it ever prescribed that Barbie has to be going out with Ken, or have we just assumed that, maybe? Well, I thought that we were just, I thought it was a given, Mm. but then, again, researching for this podcast, there were, people were sort of talking about Barbie and Ken's relationship and their timeline, and how they were on again, off again, Mm. and I was just like, what? (laughs) How did you get this from a plastic toy? Hmm. so I don't know. I always just assume that Ken, Ken was her boyfriend. Yeah. And so you say about like other friends that that Barbie had. Yeah. Because I know there was a doll called Cindy. Now was she part of that community or was she a totally different thing? I think Cindy was something different. Mm-hmm. I don't think okay. that she was. She was her own separate doll. That's fair. And so did what? What other? What other friends did did Barbie have that um, you remember? Well, she had. Well, she had a little sister called Shelley. Mm-hmm. Did you have a Shelley? I did, but she wasn't that much fun to play with <laughs> because I think because she was so small, and I was like, I was used to Barbie being a woman. I was like, what do I do with this child? This child who's just getting in the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was Tommy, who I thought was Barbie's brother, mm. but it's Ken's brother. 
Interesting. Hmm. Never heard of Tommy. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, little Tommy. <laughs> Just little Tommy, like, little, little guy Tommy. hanging about. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, when it sorry, going back to your question about Ken. Mm-hmm. Apparently, on every box produced since 1961, it is stated that Ken is Barbie's boyfriend. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So we've got. So we've got Barbie. Then we've got Ken. Mm-hmm. Then Ken's got friends. There's there's other male friends, um, and then we've got Shelley, who's Barbie's little sister, mm-hmm. and Tommy, who's Ken's little brother. Now we know. Yes. And then there, there was a doll called Skipper, but I can't remember what she... I don't know why she's around. <laughs> <laughs> it's this random person hanging about. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I remember there was a Christie, Christie Barbie doll. Who mm. I, think, I think she was the first, or at least one of the first, black Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. Branching out beyond her, yeah. her usual Barbie image. But it is important, isn't it, that, like, you know for because but you want barbie to you know she was obviously very popular with everyone and you know obviously she wouldn't have sold and sold billions worldwide by now if she she wasn't popular with everyone and it is important that like you know anybody can feel represented by a doll like barbie and you can you know obviously anyone can buy a barbie doll but it's also nice that anybody can feel that they can potentially relate to the kind of dolls that they're playing with as well which is Yeah. yeah i think also like we've said with previous toys like it's quite um it's it was still really like even though barbie's like what over 60 now it's not it's still recent she doesn't look it no she doesn't (laughs) but it's still like recent modern pop culture history Mm. so it's still quite amazing unfortunately it's still like a big revelation that there's dolls of different colors (laughs) like it's still something that um that we're that we're working on and even like we said like with barbie being controversial in terms of her size and stuff like the good thing with Barbie is that she she can um, she can she can evolve. Like if she can have that many careers and she can have that many different looks, mm-hmm. so she can have that many different possibilities to her. Um, so she doesn't. They can expand to make the doll look a bit more. I don't want to say human, but do you know what I mean, like re- realistic or. Mm. or representative of what they're not too realistic because you know we recall our previous conversations about baby we and baby all gone and then you're in all kinds of trouble yeah that's that's true yeah yeah but but that's the thing like barbie was meant to be she was created to be a doll that was a woman as opposed to Mm. all the other dolls that were actual babies yeah it was never meant it was never a sexual thing it was just adults Mm. being scared (laughs) Mm, yeah and of course another of my abiding memories of course of barbie again this is within popular culture right how many songs do you know have been written about toys actual legitimate pop songs we're not talking baby all gone baby wee wee glorious anthems you you see good old aqua in 1997 that was a beautiful cover version that was glorious they are they should be honored by that homage that we've just produced there absolute tune there you go but again i think it's like it's quite an amazing thing about like you know you don't get 
songs about Bop It, or maybe you do, I don't know, I've obviously missed, you know, that, that Bop It remix. But again, it's like, it occupies such a kind of hallowed state status in, in like popular culture that, you know, people are writing songs about it, they're including it in Rugrats and The Simpsons. And, yeah. yeah. But you know that, um, that Aqua song Barbie Girl? Mattel tried to sue them because they were like you know this isn't a good representation of of Barbie like this is not what Barbie's about I thought Um, it pretty much summed it up didn't it yeah but then actually so they I think the case got thrown out or something like it basically nothing happened with it Mm. and then actually a few years later they started using that song in the adverts i was gonna say isn't it basically like essentially free advertising like a number one hit i'm assuming it was number one i haven't checked but please do let us in show and tell if it's not exactly i mean i i had the album okay i think it's called aquarium okay and it had barbie girl on it and it was a great tune but like yeah like surely if it's been played on the radio all the time that's like mattel not paying any advertising but it's everywhere people aren't gonna like listen to the song barbie girl and then go out and buy a you know sonic the hedgehog toy are they you know it's uh no i don't know although i would quite like a sonic the hedgehog toy now but that's by the by it's just yeah i like sonic the hedgehog it's pretty cool Yeah. yeah Other we computer w- game toys are available. Sorry, yes. Shall we watch some adverts? Shall we? Okay, shall we go first of all then for the advert from 1959, which is, I presume, the very, yes, the first ever, it says here, advert for Barbie. I feel like watching the beginning of a ghost story. It's a little bit full on, isn't it? This is so 50s. It really is. She's like latter-day Hollywood film star. Three dollars? That's not bad. Well, I'm assuming. You can tell it's Mattel. You can tell it's Mattel. Well, I mean, that, that was like... That, I mean, she was presented like a kind of latter-day Hollywood film star. Yeah, like Very Miss America. Like, yeah. Mm. There was a tune in there. That yeah. was, I mean, that was, that's rivaling, like, Baby Wee Wee. Barbie. Yeah. That was quite, yeah, floaty sort of dreamy sort of, yeah, something you would get in, like, a 1950s film. Yeah. Definitely. She looked a bit like, you know, in The Sound of Music, great cultural reference, the, the woman who's the, the Baroness. She looks oh, yeah. like she was kind of based... I mean, that's a very glamorous lady. You know, that's not meant as a slight well, in any way. The early versions but... of Barbie were very much like that peroxide blonde, quite yeah. put together, quite mm. not stern, but very sort of... Proper. Lady-like. Yeah. Mm. A lady! Yes. <laughs> a lady! Buys a Barbie, she does. She probably does. Yeah. A lady buys a Barbie, yeah. And, like, it was very much kind of presented, like, you know, with, like, white flowers and sort of as if she's kind of... So you, you talked about her being, like, a fashion doll. And she's very much kind of like a mannequin there, isn't she? Kind of wearing all the kind of big fashions. And she's a very sort of proper lady who, you know, sort of dressed very smartly and, you know, turned out in all the right clothes. And yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But very, um, it, it de- in that advert, she definitely seems like this is a dolly that you, you dress and you brush her hair. There's not a lot of mm. playing. Like you, you, no. The way you interact with Barbie is still be very, quite a demure, of course. sophisticated way. I don't think her hair grows, I'll be honest. I think it is what it is. And it's, you know, 
she knows what she wants and she's sticking with it yeah yeah mm-hmm. um shall we move on to the second advert shall we let's do it see if there are any tunes in this one so this is for the 1992 totally hair barbie doll commercial so whether or not this is a i presume it can't be a hair growing one because your mum's one presumably wasn't out in 1992 i don't know i haven't checked she looks she looks so 80s there that was in 1992 but she's definitely still giving me those sunny 80s vibes she comes with hair gel yeah I feel like I do remember a doll with crinkly hair like that. She got like crinkly hair, it says down to her toes. Now it looked like kind of ankle, but I'm not gonna question that, it's fine, I didn't measure it. But yeah, but what's interesting, right, is by 1992, and this is kind of like, you know, change of generations, I'm sure. But like in, I think we we use like, you use words, things like demure for the 1959 one. She's Mm. a very sort of proper. Whereas by 1992, we're getting told, quote, she's totally hot, she's totally cool. So obviously Barbie has gone from being, shall we say sort of respectful and respectable sort of, um, I don't wanna say older woman, but she looked a lot older, didn't she, in 1959? Whereas now in 1992, she's a bit more sort of teenage, sort of, hey, down with the kids, not wanting to sound too cool. But yeah, sort of more of a, I guess, moving with the fashions, let's be honest. Yeah, she's she's a, yeah, she's a, she's a young woman of the early 90s in, exactly. that, in that video. Yeah. What um, I am intrigued by, I was kind of not hoping as such, but I, I was wondering if it would tell you, like, because it says it can, comes with hair gel, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, do you then just get some water and just wash it out? Or what you presume you do. I mean, you know, that's what you do with normal hair gel. But, like, otherwise you're going to get, like, a doll with just sticky hair all the time. Yeah, and, well, fun fact, that is what happens to my, one of my very first Barbies. Oh, no. I, Took her in the bath because that's what you do. And uh, her hair came out all matted and almost like, oh. almost like locks, almost like dreadlocks, that kind of quite thick. Mm. And I just, I, um, I couldn't brush it out. But then it didn't do that with my other Barbies. So I don't know. So maybe hers was just, yeah. Did, did, I'm guessing you didn't have a totally hair Barbie. No, no. Mm. And what's interesting about that is that, do we know when the, first non-white barbie came out because in that advert they were both i mean they were the variety were there was that one had blonde hair and one had brown hair but they were both yeah. white well that's I mean, you can't... the very first barbies were mm. one was brunette one was uh, blonde both were white mm. but you, you can't think well could they not have had more variety in that you know that those ranges because yeah. of... do we know when the first non-white barbie like came out because it must have been before well, you'd hope before 1992 but i'm not sure sh- i I don't know. I can't quite remember actually. But it, it put it this way: for every Barbie that was released, I don't think that there necessarily would have been a Barbie of colour equivalent. No, yeah. Mm. So in that sense, probably even in the nineties, even if a Barbie of colour had been released years earlier, mm. it still would have been quite. Um, I don't want to say a gimmick. What, what do I mean? Like. Kind like of quite a, rare, I guess. Rare, yeah, yeah. 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 Like a um, yeah. I'm not sure. I want to, because I think the first Barbie of colour. I think it was a black Barbie, and it was, um, she was called Christy. Mm. So I think that she probably would have come out not that long after Barbie. No, yeah. But yeah, like I say, she's, she's not. All, she's not in the. You look at Barbie with all Barbie's friends in adverts and stuff and she's not always there. 
No. No price on that one though. At least the first no. one was $3. The first one it says like $3 for that doll and then was it the accessories or the, the outfits were from price between $1 to $5. No, mm. I don't I don't know much about obviously the exchange rates and I'm guessing a dollar back then was a lot more than it yeah. is now. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing that would have been quite a lot of money. Yeah, I would think so. It's still quite pricey. It's quite a fancy doll, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it was for your sort of lower budget purchases. See, I don't think that as a child, like looking at that totally hair Barbie, I don't know that I would have um, been that interested in that in that one. Well, see, again, and I'm obviously just, I'm learning this about myself. I'm obviously all about the accessories and the, you know, so what fascinates me is how the quirky stuff works. You, you would use that hair gel on yourself, not well, on I think dog. I would have wanted some to sort of, you know, probably yeah. shove all over its hair and sort of see what I could do with it. I yeah. probably would have got bored, if I'm honest, after like a couple of hours yeah. playing with it. Because I probably would have just covered it in gel and then it would have been a sticky mess and then I'd have probably just, you know... Yeah. tried to wash it and it would have just got all matted it would it would must have matted right like your your doll did yeah i mm. guess so i'm sure those crinkles didn't stay in it forever yeah and that was that's the yeah that would um yeah it might just freeze out i guess mm. like yeah. i think i'd with a doll like that i think i'd be i'd either be really reckless and like you say just use the gel or do something silly and then it renders it sort of useless or mm. useless. Um, or I'd be too scared to play with it. Yeah. Because it's too precious. Like that hair is too perfect. Yeah. It's too crinkled. Mm. Quite long. Yeah. I've been there. I it would I would probably treat it like one of the dolls that you just all I'm gonna do is comb her hair. <laughs> yeah, just sit there quiet. Did it come didn't come with a comb or did it? Did maybe it did? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm. It should do. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. So it's just, you've got to make an effort otherwise. But I, I don't, I, I still, I think it doesn't sound as good as the one your mum had where the hair actually grew. That's, that's just awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Mm. And do I you still have that doll anywhere? Does that have interest? <laughs> yeah, but it does, but the hair thing never worked. Uh, I think you, you, what you did is you put, um, maybe a penny and you sort of turned the... Oh, and sort of wound it back up. Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think maybe that's how it worked. Yeah. Mm. I was a bit naughty. Sometimes I cut my Barbie's hair, or I'd um, I'd give them tattoos with felt tip pens. I was going to say, I mean, not not from your your own collection, but did have Barbie ever had tattoos? Is that like an image that they would ever want to put out? It seems or? like they wouldn't, but they should. Mm. Surely, on. some of the images of people that they're creating, some of the kinds of people, must potentially yeah. have little tattoos, even though it just says like Ken with a heart on their shoulder or something. Or maybe when maybe it would be like you could get tattoos like because some toys did that didn't they you could get like the mm. arm tattoos that the child playing with the toy puts on but oh yeah the actual dolly mm, that's true yeah mm. interesting because i don't remember tattoo artist being a a career that that barbie had but she might have done she know. might have done she probably by this point she must have done yeah she's been to space she's been a teacher <laughs> she can be a tattoo artist. perfectly feasible she can be a tattoo artist she is like the original multi-hyphenate freelancing entrepreneur so much icon. she really is now we talked earlier in the week obviously off, off the podcast but i'm going to bring it into the conversation now oh, no. about a a, a a club that barbie i'm oh, going to yeah. call it instigated because i feel like that's a good word she's a businesswoman so she probably 
I, I've got an image of her sitting around as a CEO of, of Barbie Incorporated, a club that a young Naomi was was a member of, I believe. Talk, talk to me about, about this club. Well, I can't remember how it came about, <laughs> so there we go. but I do remember that every so often you would get, um, you would get like these pages, um, it's like a, almost like a Filofax thing, and you would get these glossy small pages of, of um, Barbie giving you like arts and crafts ideas or like cooking oh. ideas. Yeah. So it wasn't so much about the toy, but it was about yeah yeah arts and crafts like playing um different games and things and and learning different things um and I actually think so when it came to like birthday parties and stuff like making treats to share with the other kids or something I'd use that and and, and make them with my mum or oh. that kind of thing mm. um so yeah just some fun recipes to try and get kids interested in cooking I guess oh so it was quite um it was fun but it was educational mm. uh yeah and some I'm sure some of those things I've still got because I think it gave me ideas for cooking like, as I grew up it gave me ideas for different things to cook and and yeah which sounds really weird but um well I mean not really because I mean it's, it's good to sort of like use something that a child is interested in to kind of then get them involved in like new skills and stuff isn't it yeah. that's like yeah that's, I think it's really nice and did young Naomi inspired by her Barbie escapades then continue cooking and uh you know will, will we see her on on Bake Off with her Barbie inspired <laughs> cupcakes anytime soon I'm gonna say no Oh, I apologize. All right then. It's fine. You're busy with other things, and we have to, you know, we have to respect that. But we thank still, you. we still respect the the good work that Barbie has done within your life. So thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. So, are we moving on into that time of day that I like to call quiz time? Yes, I think we should. Excellent. Now, every podcast episode, we set ourselves a fun little quiz either on the year that the uh, toy we're talking about was set the kind of popular culture of that or sort of the the life and the popular culture kind of existence of the toy we're talking about now today I feel like Barbie is such a strong entity and and celebrity I'm gonna use that word it's overused but in this case I feel like it's the only one um so we're going to have some questions uh about her life and her her existence and the way that she has impacted on the world. So, mm -hmm. Naomi, would you like to kick off with your first question? Yes. Um, well, my first question, it was, it, like I said, it was going to be, it was about the Simpsons and about Lisa and what was the name <sighs> of that, that toy called, Thank but you, you've got that one. Thank you very much. Um, so I'll move on to my next one. Okay, this is an easy one. Okay. What is Barbie's signature colour? Oh, I did read this. It's like, it's, well, it's a pink of yeah. some kind, but I die. Because I wasn't, I'm sure I read there's like a specific kind of pink. It's like pink 7H or something. Yeah, there is some specific mm. term for it, but I'm just, I'm just, I will accept pink. Oh, thank you very much. Pink is, is, is Barbie. That is true. <laughs> that, well, yeah, exactly. Um, the, there is a term Barbie pink, isn't there? So, yeah. you know, she is a thing. So there you go. Very nice. Definitely. Okay, my question to you. Which of these is a genuine career that Barbie has had? Okay, 
mime artist, pet stylist, or graffiti artist? That she has had. She has had, yes. I'm going to go, can I, can I have the options again, please? Of course. Mime artist, pet stylist, or graffiti artist? I'm going to go with mime. I wish it was. It's actually pet stylist. Oh, but I can see, I can see her rocking, like, you know, white gloves and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she, I mean, maybe she will. Maybe we should contact Mattel and tell them, you know, this is what we yeah. want to see. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Okay, so this will be my final question because he, you know. Apologies. No, it's good. Uh, okay. Which British supermodel was the first celebrity to receive a Barbie doll in her likeness? Do you know, I think I did read about this mm. and the name that's coming into my head was it Twiggy Furniture? Yes. There you go. I that was in, I this week. That was in 1967. Oh, I can see her rocking that, actually. It's yeah. quite nice. Okay, my question to you. Mm-hmm. What is Barbie's full name? Oh, gosh, I read this. Okay, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Something Roberts? Very good. Barbie or Barbara Millicent Roberts. Millicent. So there you go. You get the point for that. That's good. I wouldn't have known that off my head. So that was good. Mm. Okay. My final question. Now, there are kind of two, two possible answers to this. Okay. When is Barbie's official birthday? Now you can tell me the date if you know it or kind of what, what's it kind of named after, if that makes sense. So what, when is Barbie's official birthday? It, 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 it was when Barbie was officially launched. Very good. I want to say in March 1959. Very good. 9th of March 1959, oh! the day she launched at the New York Toy Fair. Very Ooh. good. And just out of interest, just as this isn't a proper question, but you know, oh, do you know yeah. how many Twitter followers Barbie has? <laughs> not as many as she should. Obviously not. Uh, I'm going to go with a million. It's actually, I was surprised it's at only 267,000. I mean, I haven't Disrespectful, checked. I know. unacceptable. No. I know. I'm really sorry. I mean, I didn't check on her actual page. So it might be that if I look <laughs> on her Twitter feed, she's got way more than that. But that's what, you know, I think it was Barbie she, history or something reckoned. Yeah. Can we get her to follow us at Pod Show and Tell on Twitter? We, we definitely should. Thank you. It's what we're here for. It's what we've been building up to. So, yeah. you know, these four episodes, that's our raison d'etre. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us on this exciting foray into not only Naomi's joyful childhood experience, but also mm. the history of Barbie. I've certainly learned a lot, and I hope you guys have as well. If you know any other... If, if you've had any joyful childhood memories about Barbie, um, maybe any Barbies that you think look like a particular celebrity, as we've touched on before, I have a Furby who is the dead ringer for Michael Sheen's beard. So, you know, throw that out there. If you've got any Barbies that, you know, you think are a dead ringer for a celebrity, any fun childhood memories you remember about Barbie or any interesting facts that you think are worth sharing please do tweet us at pod show and tell and we'll retweet those and may even read a few out in one of our podcasts um i don't know that there's anything more to say apart from thank you very much for listening to today's episode um and we shall see you next week yes indeed have a good one everybody take care Bye -bye. bye bye